In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are listening from. Let me know where you are from in my latest TikTok video. Reach out and say you listened to the latest episode on What's Eating You podcast. And I want to know, are you from Australia? Are you from interstate? Or are you overseas? I'm always curious to know. But today's episode is a juicy one, may I add. And if you've been binging on these episodes, this is the perfect one because we are going to talk about exactly that binge eating, and more specifically, binge eating disorder. The word binge has gotten such a bad rap, especially when it comes to food. So for a moment, I want you to think of the word binge eating or binging and notice what comes to mind. Do you have negative connotations? We use the word binge like it's such a bad thing. It's so bad to binge eat. I binged on a whole series of Netflix. Sometimes binging on Netflix is a form of self-care, right? But why, when it comes to eating, is binging demonized? Now, I want to put this out there. There is nothing wrong with occasional emotional eating or having a binge here and there. Emotional eating is actually a very healthy coping mechanism, as long as it's not your only coping mechanism. However, diet culture has really demonized any forms of emotional eating. Food is fuel, (laughs) which is completely insane because we all grow up with an emotional attachment to food. As children, our parents like, don't cry, don't cry, have a cake, have a lollipop. Or you go to the dentist and the dentist gives you a lollipop for being a good child or getting your teeth fixed from cavities. We are rewarded with food from a young age, so having an emotional attachment to food is completely normal and expected, and it isn't your fault. There's nothing wrong with you. However, when binge eating can get out of hand, it can turn into a disorder. Now, what is binge eating? We refer to binge eating as having two main characteristics. Binge eating involves eating a large amount of food in a short period of time, usually two hours or less and feeling a loss of control 
during the eating. We also have what's called subjective binges. So when I work with people with anorexia nervosa, they will say that they have binged. However, it doesn't meet that real clinical understanding of what a binge eats, and we call that a subjective binge. For the purpose of this episode, I'm going to talk about, I guess, a classical binge or eating a large amount of food in a short period of time and a feeling of loss and control over that episode. Now, when we look at binge eating disorder, it is a mental illness characterized by regular episodes of binge eating. Binge eating involves eating an excessive amount of food, which may take place in a rapid space of time or maybe more of an extended grazing period. However it happens, the episodes often feel chaotic, uncontrollable, and highly distressing. Now, a binge is different from overeating, and it's far more pervasive. Everyone overeats. Everyone gets full. Everyone's like, oh my God, I've eaten too much. I can't breathe. You know, how you feel on Christmas. But people who have binge eating disorder, they have that Christmas feeling often. Binge eating is an intense drive to overeat which is experienced again and again over time. And it's usually accompanied by feelings of shame, guilt, and feeling out of control. Binge eating is highly distressing and can affect a person's ability to engage fully in aspects of life, work or school, recreational activities, socializing and relationships. So many people I've spoken to create a life that fits in binges. This is people who struggle with an eating disorder. They'll actually schedule their binges in advance. They'll think about it. They'll plan it. They fantasize about it. It's very organized and designed to fit in around your lifestyle. For this reason, people with a binge eating disorder have very marginalized areas of life because the eating takes up such a significant part. Now, the specific criteria, as I mentioned, when something is a disorder versus is a habit, It's the level of impairment it causes. So to meet the criteria of binge eating disorder, you need recurrent episodes of binge eating, which is eating in a discrete period of time, usually two hours, an amount of food that is considered larger than what most people would eat in a similar period of time under the similar circumstances. There is also a sense of lack of control over the eating, feeling like you can't stop eating, or you're almost in a daze or a zone. The binge eating episodes must also be associated with three or more of the following, eating much more rapidly than usual, eating until feeling uncomfortably full, eating large amounts of food when not physically hungry, eating alone because of being embarrassed by how much one is eating, feeling disgusted with oneself, depressed or very guilty after overeating. There also has to be marked distress regarding binge eating. Now, there's different criteria depending on how often it occurs, but it has to occur on average at least two days a week for a minimum of six months or at least one day a week for a minimum of three months. To meet the criteria of a binge eating disorder, there has to be no compensatory use of behavior such as purging, fasting, or excessive exercise. And it doesn't occur during anorexia or bulimia nervosa. So the big difference between someone with binge eating disorder and say bulimia is that people with bulimia engage in purging, excessive exercise or laxative use, where we don't typically see this in binge eating disorder. They may restrict the next day. However, there isn't excessive, regular and inappropriate use of compensatory behaviors. 
There's also a severity grading. So if you have one to three episodes of binge eating a week, you'd be considered in the mild. If you have four to seven episodes of binge eating, moderate, eight to 13 severe, and then 14 or more is extreme. Now, what do you do if you're struggling with this? Please know that eating disorders do not go away and you need help to manage them. Usually binge eating happens from restriction. So what the person does is they're like, I need to start a diet. Today I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to reduce my carbs. And you put yourself on this, I guess, rule book where you're going to eat a certain way. And the minute you break that rule or you eat something that's not in your food plan, you think, shit, I've stuffed up. I might as well just eat the whole thing. I might as well just keep binging. So number one, a binge can happen when you have perceived to break a dietary rule in your mind. A second reason for binge eating is the person has been restricting for a long time. And the minute you get a taste of a food that you've been depriving yourself on, your biology takes over. Your brain and your body is like, girl, I don't know when you're going to starve me next. So I'm going to get everything I can. And this is why it can feel so dissociative, so rapid so out of control because essentially your body is just trying to protect you. It doesn't know when you're going to starve it again. So it's just going to keep going. The third reason for binge eating could be due to another psychological condition. So a lot of people who've undergone trauma engage in binge eating to regulate their emotional state. Eating gives them a self-soothing type of feel Eating can help with anger, with anxiety, and for a lot of people who can't even label their emotions, eating is used as a coping mechanism. It could also be a distraction. It could also be a way of convenience, you know, ordering Uber Eats or whatever it may be. I've also spoken to quite a lot of women who have either gone through some sexual trauma or really negative experiences growing up, and they didn't want any attention on them. So they thought if I eat and I gain weight, then A, I'm physically intimidating. This is for people who identify with being quite overweight and B, no one's going to be attracted to me and hurt me. So for a lot of people, weight gain can serve as a protective function. Now, everyone is different when it comes to the reasons you binge eat or the reasons you've either put on weight. But what I want you to know is binge eating is not sustainable long-term. Yes, it's okay to indulge here and there, and that is completely healthy and okay. So if you're having an emotional eating episode, know that it is completely fine. But if it is causing you distress, please speak up about it. One of the strategies I will give you today is to eat regularly. This is one of the first things we do with clients who struggle with binge eating or bulimia or anorexia is we try to establish a regular pattern of eating. And this is something that definitely changed my life. If you go more than four hours without eating, you are setting yourself up to fail. A, you're going to be so hungry. And when we are hungry, our cognition is impaired. Our cognitive processes are not as efficient as they would normally be. Our judgment may not be as switched on. We may choose foods which aren't an optimal choice. And we may really criticize ourselves if we choose a food choice that is not optimal in that moment. By eating regularly, we keep our blood sugar stabilized. We keep our cognitive function in check. And we are less tempted to binge because we're not reaching that point of being starving. So what I recommend is you have three meals and three snacks a day. 
this is a great tool to start with or three meals and two to three snacks a day. Set your day up like this. It doesn't matter what you eat or how much you eat. Before we touch on the types of food that you eat, we want to get stability in your eating pattern. What I see a lot in people who engage in binge eating is that they're going without breakfast. They're just having coffees and you're like, oh my God, this is me. And that's okay. I've been there too. But they will go a long time without eating and then they are just absolutely starving. And a lot of women are under eating, believe it or not. People think they eat so much, but when you actually break it down to what your body needs versus how much you're actually taking in, you'll be very shocked. So many women come to me and they're like, I'm really tired. I think I'm depressed. I say, let's look at your eating. And you'll be amazed how much people are actually eating despite the nutritional requirements. So I'll leave you today with a question. Are you eating enough for your nutritional requirements? When you engage in binge eating, how do you feel? Do you ever restrict yourself or restrict your eating? Reflect on these questions because they are so important to ask yourself on an ongoing basis. We can all kind of dabble in diet culture or have one foot in recovery and one foot in, no, I want to lose weight. So it's really important that you see where your feet are and where you want to be. Because remember, yes, I understand there are people who genuinely want to lose weight and maybe they need to for health reasons, but there is a way to do it and it's not from an eating disordered mindset. Let me know if you've got more questions on binge eating on one of my TikTok videos, comment below, and I'll be sure to answer them. But thank you so much today. Make sure you eat regularly and don't forget to journal your thoughts and feelings when they come up. See ya. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.